Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, friends! Welcome back to Misery Recipe! Misery Recipe? Yeah, that's what it says here in the script. Well, I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, right-hand gal, and very sad co-host on the show. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. We have a terrible episode for you today. First up, we have some depressing science in our pressing questions segment. Followed by something action-packed in our wild card. How miserable! Why is this miserable, Mitzi? I don't know, Molly. That's just what the script said. I'm just going with it, you know? I- I'm yes-ending Chad's writing here. I'm sure he had something in mind. Well, only one way to find out. Let's go to the theme. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Did they at least brine it? Mystery recipe. So, misery recipe, huh? Yeah, look, it's what the script says. That's probably just a typo. Well, maybe, but how could we know for sure? Is Chad around? Maybe I should just ask him. He actually called in sick today. He wasn't feeling well this morning. He wasn't? Nope. So, he's not here at all today? Nope, he's out sick. Are you sure? What do you mean, Mitzi? Well, what if he wrote misery recipe on purpose, Molly? It could have been a hint or a clue. A breadcrumb he left behind for us so we know he needs our help. Mitzi. He could be trapped in a cabin in the woods somewhere. Or maybe he's lost and sad trying to find his way home. Then how did he send us today's script? Email. Why wouldn't he just send us an email and ask for help? Well, I don't know, Molly. But I do know that if Chad needs our help, I will not rest until we find our Chad. Mitzi, I think it's pretty unlikely that Chad is lost in the woods and chose to tell us by calling in sick and writing the word misery in our script. What's much more likely is that it's a spelling mistake. That is not a risk I am willing to take, Molly. I'm going to put on my snow boots and rescue Chad from this cabin. Mitzi, it's not winter. Not here, but in the middle of the woods? It might be, Molly. Do you think you can handle pressing questions without me? I think I can, but just be careful, okay, Mitzi? I will, Molly. I will. Don't worry, Chad. Misery recipe is ending today. Mitzi saves you recipe is about to begin. Well, while Mitzi does all that, it's time for our first segment, Pressing Questions. Pressing Questions, listeners, is a segment where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Here's how it will work. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of an experiment. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate the science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. You can send us an email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. 
I'll go through everything you send us and we're excited to hear from you. All right, should we get started with today's question? Let's hear it. What's the difference between pre-ground pepper and grinding fresh pepper in a pepper mill? Is one better to use when you cook? That was Nico from Boston, who is joining us with his brother, Teo. Listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, here's what you will need. A marker, masking tape, a container of pre-ground pepper, the older the better in this case, some fresh peppercorns, a pepper mill, cooked white rice, a quarter cup measuring cup, an eighth a teaspoon measuring spoon, three small bowls, and forks. For this experiment, we're going to be working with Nico and Teo. I talked to them over the computer. Hello, can I get you guys to introduce yourselves, please? I'm Nico. I'm 11 years old, and I'm from Boston. I'm Teo. I'm 8 years old, and I'm from Boston. Amazing. Well, I'm so glad to have you guys here to do our experiment. So today we're going to find out the difference between pre-ground pepper and fresh peppercorns that you grind up in a pepper mill. In order to do so, we're going to try eating a little pepper on some white rice two different ways. We're going to start with the pre-ground pepper. Sound good? Yep. Before we get started, listeners at home, you may want to whip up a batch of plain white rice. Don't add any pepper just yet. Nico, Teo, I can see you have some rice already. Yep. So now, before we get started, let's make some predictions. What do you guys think is going to happen in this experiment? Um, I think the fresh one is going to be better because I've heard that if you make something yourself, it tastes better. I love that explanation. Teo, what do you think is going to happen? I think uh, the old one, uh, the pre-ground, I believe, is going to taste better. Why? I don't know. I just think it probably tastes better. Because I, I, because I said the other one tastes better. <laughs> I understand that. I have a brother. Okay, well, should we give it a try? Yeah. Let's go and give it you each two different bowls of plain rice. Listeners at home, if you want to use labels to keep track of what is what, you can label one fresh and one pre-ground. You can start by putting a quarter cup of white rice into each bowl. So now, on the bowl labeled pre-ground, we're going to sprinkle an eighth of a teaspoon of pre-ground pepper and then mix it up. All right, it's mixing. All right, we're good. All right, so you guys can each take a bite of this sample of pre-ground pepper on white rice. So what do you think? It was good. There yeah. wasn't that much flavor, though. I agree with Teo. You agree with Teo? So on a scale of 1 to 10, how strong was the pepper flavor in this dish? Pepper flavor or uh, sweet? I think it was a 2. A 2. A 2 and 3. So that's a low pepper flavor. All right, well... I think before we eat too much, we're going to try the next sample. So in the second sample, you can go ahead and use your pepper mill to grind some fresh pepper into our extra small bowl. And we'll use that bowl to measure out an eighth of a teaspoon of fresh pepper and sprinkle it onto the bowl labeled fresh pepper that has that quarter cup of white rice in it. All right. All right. Are you guys giving it a taste? What's it like? It's spicy. 
I think it's very spicy, but like, like on a scale of one to ten, I would say seven. Wow. Okay. So, Nico, it sounds like you think this one tastes super different. It's much spicier than the first one. Yeah, probably like a four or five. And the fourth one was like a two or three. Okay. So, it's different. It, this one tastes different. So, Nico, can you recap the results for me? So, like, what did we taste and how is it different? The pre-ground pepper was, like, not that spicy, but you could still taste the spice a little bit. And then the fresh pepper was very, like, way spicier than the pre-ground pepper. You could really taste the, the spice. And did you think it was more tasty than the pre-ground or just different? I think it was definitely more tasty. All right. So you guys did an amazing job on our experiment. You are A-plus tasters. Do you want to hear a little bit about the science behind why freshly ground pepper tastes so much stronger? Sure. All right, Molly, I think I have everything I need. Snowshoes, a week's worth of beef jerky, a tent, a flare gun, the original cast album of Broadway's The Lion King. The Lion King? Uh Uh-huh, to cheer Chad up once I've found him, in case he really is sad. Mincy, how about before you go looking for Chad all over the woods, we try just giving him a call? Uh, like on the phone? Yeah. But... He could be lost in the woods without any cell service in the winter. Or he could be sick at home with excellent cell service. Hmm. I guess we could try it. Listeners, we are going to get to the bottom of this pepper question and discover the truth behind Misery Recipe right after this word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. One of my favorite things about Kroger is all their delicious Kroger-branded products called Our Brands. They have everything from ice cream to produce to pet food, and these are products you can only find at the Kroger family of stores. Kroger stands behind each and every one of them with their quality guarantee. If you're not delighted, let them know and they'll make it right with a replacement or refund. Our Brands makes shopping easy, delicious, and affordable. So check out these fresh ingredients and seasonal favorites on your next trip to the grocery store or by heading to Kroger.com. Hey, grown-ups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Green Pan. Their Valencia collection is the winner of ATK's Best in Test for Ceramic Nonstick Skillets. Green Pan changed the way people cook when they introduced the world to ceramic nonstick skillets in 2007. If you want to stock your kitchen with toxin-free nonstick cookware, then skip the traditional nonstick coatings, which are made from plastic synthetics, and choose Green Pan. To learn more about Green Pan, visit them at greenpan.us. Plus, get a special 30% off your purchase for our America's Test Kitchen audience with the code ATK30. All right. Do you know Chad's number? By heart. I call him every day. Do you? Of course I do. Let's see. Okay. It's ringing. Hello? Chad? Hi, Mitzi. What's up? Chad! Oh, thank goodness! Chad, are you okay? What happened? What do you mean, what happened? Uh, you're not trapped in a cabin in the woods somewhere? 
Of course not. I'm just out with a sore throat, Mitzi. Why would you think that? Because you wrote Welcome Back to Misery Recipe in today's script, so naturally I assumed it was a cry for help and you were stranded and lost wandering hopelessly through the wilderness. Oh, well, no, I'm not. That was just a typo. Oh, but I got a week's worth of beef jerky. Really? I love beef jerky. Yeah, me too. Can I have some? Sure. Sure. Well, I sort of jumped to conclusions a bit there, didn't I? I mean, maybe. But hey, at least we learn this now and not after sending in a rescue helicopter. Oh, you were going to call in a rescue helicopter for me? That's so sweet. Of course we were, Chad. Well, how do you feel, Mitzi? Is the case of Misery Recipe solved? Yes, it is. I guess I can put all this stuff away now. Well, before you do that, Mitzi, how about we unpack some of the science behind today's experiment? Okay. Next up is the case of the spicy, tasty peppercorn. In order to understand this experiment, we need to learn more about where the flavor of pepper comes from. We learned a bit about this from Patty in our first episode. Peppercorns have a compound in them called piperine. Piperine, in combination with some other aroma molecules, are what give pepper its bold, earthy flavor in addition to its spicy kick. Mitzi, do you remember what flavor actually is? Yes, flavor is both taste and aroma, or smell, combined. That's correct. Nicely done, Mitzi. It is season four, after all, Molly. I have been paying attention. These molecules are stored inside the peppercorn. Once the peppercorns are crushed, those molecules start to escape into the air and into your nose. Because remember, flavor is both taste and smell. But the peppercorns only contain so many of these molecules. They start to fade right away once peppercorns are crushed. Because pre-ground pepper was crushed a long time before you use it, most of those flavorful molecules are all gone. So it doesn't smell or taste as powerful as freshly ground pepper. Ah, so because those flavor molecules were released from the pre-ground pepper so long ago, they have much less flavor. As opposed to the freshly ground pepper, which released those molecules shortly before we ate them. That's exactly right, Mitzi. Nice work. Listeners, one thing to note is that a brand new container of fresh ground pepper might have some good flavor to it. But because those aroma molecules have been released, that flavor will fade much faster than in whole peppercorns. If you have some pre-ground pepper in a cabinet at home, give it a sniff, and maybe even a taste. And if there's not too much flavor left to it, it might be time to grab some whole peppercorns. All right, Nico and Teo, thank you so much for doing this science experiment with us. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. And listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, remember to tell us how it went. Grownups, you can reach us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. Yeah, all that shocking science was amazing. Thanks, Molly. Also, Molly, good idea making that call to Chad. I may have just gotten a little ahead of myself there. That's okay, Mitzi. It was out of concern. You just cared a lot about your friend Chad and so wanted to make sure he was okay. But sometimes it helps to make sure there really is a problem before trying to solve one. 
Our brains can be quick to tell us something is the matter when really there's nothing to worry about. You're so right, Molly. You always are. All right. Isn't it time for the next segment? I think we better head to our wild card. Listeners, we are about out of time for Pepper Week, but we have one more segment for you. Each week, we like to end things with something a little wacky in our wild card. Enjoy. It was boring. Busy day in the kitchen here, huh? It was perfectly mundane. You're telling me. We got 50 people out here waiting for chicken and we're short-staffed. It was the perfect crime. Hey, is this chicken seasoned yet? Who cares? Just get it cooked. But for agents and partners, Salt... Good morning, Salt. Good morning, Sarge. Today's gonna rock. And Pepper... Rise and grind, honey. All right, all right, I'm up. Time to spice things up. It was the ultimate nightmare. What do you mean they have unseasoned chicken breast in the oven? Did they brine it? Did they at least brine it? Now, this case. Should we call in Detective Hollandaise? We don't have time. We're going to have to handle this one ourselves. This chicken and this family-style dinner. Quick, get in to the pepper mill. It's a chopper? No time to explain. We gotta move. Would put them... To the ultimate test. Look at me, Salt. Look at me! Why wouldn't they just season the chicken? Snap out of it! <gasps> Gasp! Now listen to me. There's 50 people out there who are 20 minutes away from eating dry, flavorless chicken breast. The only thing standing between us and them are a couple of line cooks and the sous chef. We've got to move. And we've got to move now. ATK Pictures presents... He's got me, Peppa. Go on without me. He's gonna use me on the green beans. Not if I can help it. Achoo! Let's go! Salt. You didn't leave me behind. Pepper. That's not what partners do. Dinner will be served. We've only got one shot at this salt. He's going to open the oven door to check the chicken, and we've got to jump. I'm scared, Pepper. So am I, Salt. So am I. I love you, partner. Justice will be done. Here he comes, on the count of three. Ready? Ready. One. And the chicken will be seasoned. Two. The seasoning, coming to a theater near you. Did they at least brine it? Wow, what an incredible crime-fighting duo. The seasoning. I wonder what happens. Well, I guess we'll have to watch the movie to find out. All right, young chefs, we've come to the end of Pepper Week. Our first week of season four. That's right, and what a week it was. We learned all about the berries of the Piper Nigrum plant, and that grinding peppercorns right when you need them gives you much more flavor than using the pre-ground stuff, and the difference between spice and flavor. We'll be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we've talked about, well, just pepper. But it's never too soon to start guessing. True. You'll have to tune in next week to find out what our second ingredient will be. 
If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. And give us a review! We love the stars, and I like playing that little spot the difference game. So difficult. Until next time! Keep Keep on on cooking. cooking! Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a Sour Patch Kid. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's a peanut butter cup. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a lemon meringue pie. Andrea Vavjin is a Biscoff cookie, and Katie O'Hara is a chocolate brownie cookie, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik, strawberry shortcake, and Matt Boynton, an orange creamsicle, of ultraviolet audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a key lime pie. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She's a cannoli. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is a chocolate lava cake. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a lattice-top peach pie. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's chocolate avocado pudding. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, associate art director, Gabby Hamanoff, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, test cooks, Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Brianna Maya, Yorgos Tsivernides, Baron Bass, and Gina DeMay. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger, Driscoll's, and Greenpan. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. What else did you pack in your rescue pack, Mitzi? Let's see, uh, I have a lantern, an inflatable raft, some jumper cables, a two-way radio, a photo of Oliver, of course, Oh, and a tight to go pen. Really? I'm an oven mitt, Molly. Stains are a big deal. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 